Hello, and welcome to today's episode of The Things Nobody Tells You, your niche weekly episode. You guys, how are you doing? How are you feeling? I'm just going to let you in again if you listen to yesterday's podcast. Keep in mind, we have a major technical problem that's been going on since last week. Every episode is uploading a day late, and it is because of our server, and I'm very sorry. So like this episode I'm recording on a Tuesday to come out on a Wednesday and you won't hear it until a Thursday. So we're not sure. We're trying to resolve it. We're talking to the people who, who like are respond the gods that be that are responsible for it. It's just a technical issue. It's we're trying you guys. We're trying anyway. So bear with us. I'm so sorry. Hopefully by next week, everything is back on track. Okay. I have to like tell you the goss. I want to tell you guys so much. And I don't think I'm allowed to, but there's, okay, how can I, mm, I have so much to tell you. Okay, you guys, I am calling this episode the things nobody tells you about friendships changing. However, like this episode is going to also get into exes and letting go of those friendships and also what happens when you run into them because did I run into my ex yesterday, No, the day before yesterday? Yes, I did. And let me just tell you, I was at a social event for a project I did and I had to go. It was like part of the the whole thing. I had to go. And so there's a lot of industry people there. And this individual is also in the entertainment industry. He's a producer, behind the scenes guy. And he, um, (laughs) oh my God, I don't I I'm terrified he's gonna listen to this so he has a new girlfriend and his new girlfriend I have always been aware of because like it's me like if you get a new girlfriend I I'm gonna find out about it like I just like keep tabs on certain people just for funsies okay here's the thing I knew about her she didn't know about me he made eye contact with me and I was like Okay, he saw me because I clocked him and I was like, it's fine. I'll just ignore him. And keep in mind, this is an ex from a couple, a little bit ago. So like he might have clocked me and ignored me. Like that would have been chill. Like I honestly would have been fine with it. We did not end on the best of terms. Anyway, he clocked me and was like, and then he held, he, a typical man wasn't smooth and so he held his eye contact towards me until unfortunately I could feel someone watching me and I made eye contact with him and I was like ah crap and I just kept my eye contact moving like there's one thing you can say about me I'm very good at keeping it moving I will keep it moving until the cows come home now unfortunately his girlfriend was standing right next to me and I guess watched this happen and without me really being aware of like their their interactions, she had basically said, go over. I want to be introduced to her because I'm assuming he had said like, I know her or something. I don't understand that part. But she said to me, no, I said we should come over and speak to you. But she didn't realize who I was. So I don't know what that was about. Anyway, again, we're keeping it moving. I'm like, oh my gosh, we're going to call him Steve. I was like, Steve. Mm, so good to see you. Yeah. Like I was kind of given the, how can you explain it? Like I was just giving the, yeah, oh, right. Yeah. Voint tone. Like I was like, mm-hmm. oh, really? And he, he's a very powerful man. 
now, now, now he's gotten like a lot of accreditation and like a very big to do. And so <laughs> everyone like overhearing our conversation, I'm just going, mm, oh, what a pity. Like he's like talking about his he wanted to let me know how well he had done. Like that's how the conversation started. Like he kept it very work related. And after his girlfriend, let's call her Natalie. So Natalie was like, oh, he told him to come over and speak to you. I wanted to meet you. And I was like, oh my gosh, hi, I'm Lily. And she was like, Natalie. And I was like, so good to meet you. How, how what are you, what are you guys doing here? Like what's, what, what do you associate with? Like, Cause it was a bunch of projects to do with this event. And so I was like, what project are you associated with? And she was like, well, this is my boyfriend's project. And I was like, oh, okay, got it. Because I didn't make any assumption, even though I knew that she was the girlfriend, right? I'm thinking, what what project do you associate with? Anyway, Steve, I almost said his real name. Steve takes over the conversation. He's like, what have you been up to? Like, I saw I saw a bunch of, of stuff of you in the media. And I was like, mm-hmm, yeah. Like, yeah, I guess some stuff was in the... <laughs> In the headlines, yeah, I got like, <laughs> like if you're talking about <laughs> the time the news tried to pick up the story of me running into my ex-boyfriend at the gynecologist. I don't think I ever told you guys this. Um, if you follow my TikTok, which you don't need to because legit that page is dying. But um, a few months ago, like um, October-ish, I want to say, of 2023, I posted a video talking about how I ran into my ex-boyfriend who had ghosted me as my gynecologist who was filling in for my gynecologist, the female gynecologist I see. Um, and he was filling in for her and I had no idea. And so he walked in the room and that's where I met the ghost from ex-boyfriend's past. Well, when I told that story, like that thing got millions of views and news outlets wanted to run with it. And I said no to every single one. Like so many news outlets came to me like, can we use the video? Can we write a story about this? And I legit said, absolutely not under no circumstances. No, please do not perpetuate this. I don't know why I put it on the internet. Like I was mortified. I was like, no, 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 no. Like I don't need to be, I don't need that to be a headline. No, 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 no. So anyway, um, I, (laughs) I avoided that. And luckily I think it was only some small ones that ended up doing it without my permission. But yeah, it was, it was a whole situation. And I think that's what he was referring to because he was referring to a certain time period. And I was like, oh yeah, (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, he starts telling me about all his accomplishments. Just like, I want to say academically, but that's not right. Like just he's he's been become pretty prestigious in terms of like um being awarded certain titles in the entertainment industry right and so again he's not a famous actor don't go snooping you won't find him all right like you won't it's he's not an actor he's literally a behind the scenes dude anyway he he goes on and on and on and, I was like, and so like and everyone around it like Really, he is, you know, he he's top dog there among the producers that were there. So when he came over to me, people were watching what he was doing. And I was just having a grand old time. And I was like, oh, such a pity, though, that you didn't get. And like, I'm sorry, I'm trying to keep this very confidential because I don't want him to get mad at me. But like, um, let's just say he was. C like awarded CEO of a company I was like such a pity you weren't given CEO like I was so 
patronizing to him. And like, honestly, I know that wasn't the nicest thing to do. But if you knew how this man had like this man is a patronizing man. So it was kind of like I was just playing his game. Keep in mind, homeboy wasn't picking up on this. Like, he's so arrogant and full of himself. He just was, anytime I said anything like that, he looked at me like, well, no, I couldn't get, uh, no, why would I get that? I got this. Like, he he just wasn't with it. So, to be fair, I wasn't mean to him because he can't pick up, that up on it. So, like, it's fine. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm not worried about it. Anyway, the girlfriend also was completely clueless to my tone. I think they just thought I was just that type of like, oh, you should shoot higher, you know, with your with your career goals. And they were just like, this seems a little outrageous. Like, but okay. So anyway, um, I I ended the conversation by saying, I'm so sorry, I have to go speak. Because there was a part where I had to be interviewed. And so I was like, I have to go speak. Um, I better go. It was in two hours time. And I was like, I better, I better go. But um, congratulations on your new relationship. I'm so glad. And I said, I'm so glad you were able. I'm so glad. to. I What did I say? I'm so glad you were able to find what you were looking for. That's what I said. I'm so glad you were able to find what you were looking for. Now, keep in mind, this chick hadn't did not know that I was his ex. She just thought we knew each other. And of course, I keep it moving. I'm not bringing that up. But I said that because this man legit was the worst human, one of the worst people I have ever dated. Like this man, the person I dated was an actual sociopath. And it is scary that he has this much power in the industry I'm in. Like he is an actual sociopath. He knows this too. Cause I said to him, like, I just think you should get into therapy because these sociopathic tendencies you have are very scary. Like I told him this, like I'm very real. Anyway, um, and that was a very casual comment for me to say, but like I said it very nicely. I was like, I'm so glad you found what you were looking for, meaning his girlfriend, because he tore me down, tore me apart. Like you're this, you're that, like he ripped into me as a great excuse to break up with me, but he didn't even do that. Like he essentially ripped me apart, never broke up with me and then ghosted me. And I was like, this is, he was not a good guy. Anyway, he was not a good guy to me. Anyway, next thing you know, it's like, I want to say an hour later and this girl comes up to me and she's like, um, I didn't realize you guys were, had dated. And she goes, do you mind if I ask when? And I said, honestly, I do because I'm not trying to start something with someone who I have to maybe potentially work with at some given point in time. I don't want to get in between anything. What's your business? What's your business? And here's the thing. I'm a girl's girl, but here's the thing. I can't. I, this man is so, like, he's not great. Like, he's not a good person. He would do things if he felt like I was saying things about him behind his back, especially to his girlfriend. And I said, look, I'm, I'm so sorry, but, like, I don't feel safe talking to you about this stuff. Like, I just don't. And I'm, I'm going to have to leave it there. And she's like, oh, my God. Like, why? And I'm like, oh, my God. Okay. Look, I, I don't know what to tell you, but, like, I don't feel comfortable discussing this with you, but, um, you know, he, it, my relationship with him is very insignificant. Like it really isn't, if it makes you feel any better, no matter what the timing was. And obviously I didn't know the timing of her situation. I was like, I guarantee you, like it meant nothing if it did overlap and it didn't. And I said, there's like zero chance that we overlapped. I was like, it was a while ago. Like, no, like you're fine. And she kept being like, no, tell me the timeline. Tell me the timeline. And I'm like, 
girl, look, you have to respect my boundaries. I'm just not going to have this discussion with you. You need to have this discussion with him, but please just leave me out of it. Like I really want no part in any of this. Anyway, um, at the end of the evening, they come back around and they both are standing there and he's like, you did a great job. And I'm like, oh, you saw that? Oh, okay. Thank you. Next thing you know, he, he says, no, well, What's, what, what do we call her? Natalie. Natalie just brought up to me um, that she was concerned about when we had dated. And he goes, we didn't date. And I was like, we didn't date. And he goes, no. And I was like, oh, um, okay. I, I said, I'm Lily. And he goes, I know. And I was like, Okie dokie. I was like, oh, okay. So I was like, yeah, no. Okay, fine. That works for me. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, why did you tell her that? I said, I didn't. I didn't say anything. I never said I dated you. Like she came up here and made that assumption. She said you had a conversation with her and that's how you figured out who I would. I was like so confused. And then I realized he maybe had said something and decided to backtrack on it. Backtrack on it. Sorry, I have the worst hiccups today. And, uh, so I just went with it. I was like, right. Yeah. Yeah. We've known each other a while. But yeah. We're good. We're good. Anyway, I better go. So all I have to say is in 2024, if I run into another ex, they're not an ex. I don't know you. I've never met you. I don't even know your first name. Go away. I, I am. I'm so beyond done with all of you. You guys are nuts. Like, what are you out here doing in the streets? I have no words for the mind games that we're playing. It's 2024. We're tired. Stop trying to play mind games and gaslight us against each other. I was, I was, I was beside myself and I left the, the thing we were at and I called my best friend and I was like, um, just so I'm not crazy. I dated him, right? Like, 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 what? Like, <laughs> I, at this point, I was confused. I was like, um, I did, I, I dated him, right? And she was like, yeah, I think I even met him once. And I was like, right. Anyway, so if anyone asks, I never dated him. Anyway, it was an amusing story. And I know sometimes he listens to my podcast because my analytics are top notch quality stuff. So hi, Steve. Hope you're well. You can't yell at me because that whole story I told was completely factually true so and I have receipts babe so let's just like let that lie right there okay anyway moving on you guys I want to talk about like friendships changing because I've experienced this a lot in my life I'm 29 right so this year I'll be 30 I'll be 30 I don't quite know what to do with that number so honestly I'm not gonna I just feel like age doesn't really matter like it just it's just like doesn't really reflect anything unless you're like turning 18 or turning 21 and that just legally means some different things depending on where you are in the world so like or if you turn 65 because then you're eligible I guess for certain benefits for being older so I don't know I'm but here's my thing I have just noticed that the friendship changing circumstances that can occur in our lives is something we don't really talk about and can make us feel really lonely and I've felt like this a lot meaning like I've had friendships where like the friend has changed 
and there's nothing I can do about it. And you're just kind of like iced out of their lives. And I make so much effort with my friendships. Like I really will do anything. And like I've had friendships where it's been like I felt like I needed to apologize repeatedly for nothing like like not knowing what I'm apologizing for because like they pulled back they've done this and I'm like oh my god they don't like me anymore like I I don't know what I did like I don't know how I behaved I don't I I I I don't know what I did I don't know what I did so and I've done it and they've been like why are you apologizing and I'm like okay and it really I if this is what I've like kind of deciphered it comes down to they changed and how they feel about their life and what they want to do has changed. It's got absolutely zero to do with you. But unfortunately, those things that they have decided on changed, adjusted certain things in their life doesn't allow the communication with you to be the same it was before. And it's typically not like a deliberate choice unless you're like a horrible friend or a horrible person. Then you might have been cut out for a reason. But I know I'm not a horrible friend and I know I'm not a horrible person. So... I've had that happen a lot. I had one friend who I've known for legit over a decade. She is the worst at responding, but she only became bad at responding after she got a boyfriend. And this is not anyone I've ever brought on the podcast or talked about on here. This is a, this is a very, very old friend. And actually, I've probably known the people I've brought on here around the same length of time. But like she was she she and I were different type of friends. Like we just we lived together at one point in college. Like it was it was very different. Anyway, she and I were very close and talked a lot up until she got a boyfriend and then things changed and I wasn't really part of she tried to integrate me into the boyfriend's group of friends and it didn't really work. Um, because not that they didn't like me. They, they actually did. Um, it, and I really liked them too. I think it was just a matter of, I didn't continuously get an invite. And once you're like not continuously invited, it was kind of like, you're not part of the group. So I was never like made a main member of the group. Does that make sense? And this boyfriend had a group. It was a group. It was like a club. And I was like, okay, I'm not really, I'm not really welcome here. And so our friendship kind of fell apart because of it, like our close friendship. But like I could call her tomorrow and say I need a kidney and she would do it. But like our, like she just stopped being the person that I go to, my go-to friends, my go-to person. She stopped being that and that's fine. But it took me a long time to see that as that's fine. Like I cried over this and like she will never know that. And I've tried over the years to be like, look, let's call her Michelle. Look, Michelle, like I love you. I miss our friendship. Can we please hang out? And it was just like, sure. And then it just never happened. And so it was like it was it wasn't her fault. It was just like her life changed. What was important in her life was only the things she could physically see every day. And anything else like she cared about, but she wasn't putting effort and energy into like keeping those friendships alive. And so I kind of did it by myself, but that's okay. Like that friendship, I, I, I have a lot of respect for the person she is. She's not a bad person. I just think a lot of things have changed in her life and she's just, she's just doing 
the best she can for her and her situation. And again, I know if I needed something or I needed her, or I really needed advice, I could call her and she would answer the phone. Well, actually, no, she wouldn't answer the phone, but she would call me back if I said, urgent. <laughs> She's so terrible at the phone. Terrible at texting too. Anyway, like that's one example. And I will say like every single one of my friends, I had a friend who was one of my very close friends now. She and I, have gone through periods of time where like we have had disagreements or taken things the wrong way or the biggest one would be when she ended up in a relationship that was with someone who very slowly was kind of poisoning her perspective of her friends so it wasn't just a situation to do with me it was a situation to do with like all of her friends not liking him after things he had said or done towards them. And so we all kind of were talking and we're like, we don't really like, let's call him Scott. We were like, I don't really like Scott. Like, like he's fine. But like he said, da, 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 da. Like, and it was just kind of like, he's not a great guy. And our friend is a great gal. And it's just like, this math isn't mathing. And as a result, all of us just kind of pulled away from her because she also, her behavior was changing because of who he was. And I think it's something to be said. I have learned this being in way too many situationships and relationships and them either not ending or they honestly die. Here's the thing. If that person who you bring into your life changes your current life in a way that takes away from it, meaning you lose friends, meaning you don't get along with people anymore, meaning you feel like you are behaving a certain way you weren't behaving before. That's a dead red flag that you are not in a healthy situation. When a person comes into your life and simply adds to it, not everyone is always going to get along. And that's like, I have had friends who have had husbands or wives who I have genuinely not liked their husband or wife. However, that is not the question. It is whether or not they treat my friend the way they deserve and make them happy and they have a beautiful life. And quite frankly, that has been the truth. And I have just learned that there is a space to know someone and spend a lot of time with someone who's married to them or in a relationship with them and not need to myself really like them. But also you have to like not allow it to project onto your friendship. I've been in those situations. My friends have married some people my personality does not gel with. Or actually the more, that's only happened maybe once actually, the more common theme is the spouse or the person in their relationship doesn't like me. I have a very polarizing personality some people just don't like me and I'm totally okay with that and I don't mean that in a rude way I'm just meaning like I can't live my life waiting for you to like me and my main issue is I'm a people pleaser to my core so if my best friend tells me her husband doesn't like me because I did this or said that or behaved like this I'm like, okay, I'm happy to apologize that it made them feel a certain way, but I'm not going to apologize for who I am. And I will say to them, like, do you have an issue with my behavior? Like, did it harm me? Like, no, like, absolutely not. And it's never been because I've been rude to them. It's always been because they just didn't like something I was saying. For example, one time I said to not a spouse of a person, but like my friend's 
person they were dating, they kind of made the point that why do women need men to like see them to their cars? And like we were talking about a TikTok video about this bartender. His name is Benji. He's pretty big on TikTok. And he kind of promotes like the angel shot, which talks about like if you're in danger, order an angel shot at the bar and the bartender will know that means the person you're with, you're not safe. And there's like different variations of it. And I wish I could tell you what they are, but I really don't know. And one of them is like, you get, you need someone to walk you to your car. And we were talking about this and this man just could not understand. He's like, why do women need men? And it's just, and it was like the clear answer is like, buddy, we don't need you to. It's a requirement because of your gender's behavior. Like it's not our fault. We didn't do anything. We're just trying to exist. It's your gender's fault statistically for harming us and for making us uncomfortable and for making us not safe. Like it's literally your gender's statistical fault that has made us feel this way. So like I can't do anything to fix that. He was arguing with me and as a result went and told my friend like I don't like her. She is like really messed up views. And I'm like I I hope you are taking care of my friend who is a woman who lives in a city. Like, I'm like, what is this view here? But I kept it to myself. Like, obviously, my friend also agreed with me, not him, but like didn't vocalize it very well. And as a result, like that friendship took a bit of a break because her boyfriend did not like me. But it wasn't because I was being rude. It was because I was stating a fact that he did not want to agree with. And I was never trying to make him agree with it. I was just explaining a perspective. I wasn't trying to persuade him. Anyway, I feel like that's happened with almost every single friendship I have where they've met someone and the friendship has definitely changed because of the person they're with. It takes a certain type of friendship to evolve as the third wheel. When you stay the single friend... Or stay the friend who's still dating and not found that person and your best friend or your friend finds a person they're sticking with for a bit, you have to keep it moving. You have to keep the friendship moving and you ha- you can't be scared for the friendship to evolve because you have to remember in a relationship, when you're in one, like that person is going to take a certain priority. Whereas when they were single, they didn't have that person to prioritize. So naturally, that's going to eat away at some of the time maybe you were receiving from that person. Things have to change, have to evolve. And I will say the other flip side is this, of this is not friendships changing because of a relationship, but friendships changing because people get other friends. And that can really hurt your feelings. I will say it's definitely hurt mine. But it's one of those things where you have to look at it Take a step back and go, keep it moving. It's okay. Like this doesn't take away from our friendship and our life together as friends. Just means things are evolving and changing and you don't need to act a different way. If they're your real friend, they're still going to be there. They're still going to be your friend. They're still going to talk to you. They're still going to gossip with you. They're still going to talk about boys with you. Like the, the A, B, C, D, E, F, G is still going to happen. It just might happen in a different order. It might happen at a different time. There might be breaks where you're like, oh my God, we haven't talked forever. But like that's not going to be consistent, you know, like things just ebb and flow. And I feel like we're all being very strict on 
friendships and relationships not allowing to change and evolve and even if it changes where we're like we're talking to them less or we're like not seeing them at the usual time or doing similar things it's okay for these things to take breaks it's okay for these things to evolve different effort needs to be put in at different times and I've done it all and all I can say is the friendships that have stuck with me and that haven't like been nixed as a result of this are the ones where I straight up said to them like hey just so you know you seems like you don't care about our friendship anymore because I never hear from you and I'm not going to put in effort as the one-sided friend who doesn't feel like she is a friend to reciprocate and it's always the friends that it's the friends who stick with you forever that are the ones that are like, oh, shit, I'm so sorry. Let me make a change. Because like sometimes you're not aware of something you're doing, especially when you've got a new person in your life. It can be a bit of a disaster. However, I will say the one person who I brought into my life who I was like, yeah, this is the one. I will actually say I did a similar thing where I wasn't talking to some of my friends as much. So... I think after being through that and I, I corrected it and, and I, I tried to alter that behavior. Um, but at the end of the day, like I understand priority switching behaviors, changing the involvement, the, is that involvement or I don't think that's a word. Um, the evolution of just kind of like, change and things happening differently I think it's important that like we just allow it to move the way it's meant to and don't try to interfere as much that's not saying not to put effort in um and for me when I was in that situation I realized I had to re reassign where some of my effort was going and I did it because I cared about those people and I didn't realize I was doing it so that's when like if you're going through the sim- a similar situation just address it in a really calm chill way just address it oh my gosh I will say though I am a expert third wheel I do it so well I I have married friends. I have friends in relationships. I have friends in long distance relationships. I go to events with them. I go to weddings with them. Like I am the ultimate third wheel. I'm very good at it. I'm also the person that your friend wants to introduce their significant other to because I'm very good at like weeding out who they are and like keeping it real. I don't do fake small talk like I do like serious like fun getting to know them and it really speaks a lot about how someone behaves in front of you when they're with your friends not their friends but your friends it's interesting so anyway like if I met someone and I brought them around my friends and they couldn't they couldn't figure it out or at least find a way to like move with it then I think I would know that person was not it for me I am an ultimate third wheel though. Like I am the ultimate wing woman third wheel. Like I really am so good at it. I know when to hang back. I know when to let them have a moment. I know when to insert myself and ask a question. I know when like maybe she and I, my friend and I are talking too much about a situation he doesn't know about and I know to explain it to him. Like I am or her, I am very good at I am like honestly deserve an award in being a third wheel like I really am and that's because so many of my girlfriends and honestly some of my guy friends have introduced me to their significant other pretty early on because like I'm very good at it I'm just I'm just a natural it's a talent 
So anyway, that's me tooting my own horn about being an amazing third wheel, which I would love not to do professionally. Thank you so much. Okay. I want to dive into the buckle up because I have thoughts and this is not going to be, I'm not going to be nice about this one. This is, I wasn't very nice today. I really realized I was pretty brutal today. So anyway, here's the buckle up. Let's go. Please call into the buckle up hotline, by the way. The phone number is in the description wherever you're listening to this podcast. Call in or write in with the thing I need to buckle up about. Okay, let's get into it. This is how this is written. Lily, period, help, period. I need advice, period. What's happening? Okay, I have been dating a guy who I met on Hinge. Ugh. We have been seeing each other for six months and he never officially called me his girlfriend. Red flag. And introduces me as a friend. Oh my God. He introduces her as a friend. Okay. And now he just got a job offer in another city and it wasn't even a question about whether or not he will take it. But he has not brought up what that means for us at all. What do I do? Wait for it. He leaves in a month. Okay, babe. Babe, I'm not trying to laugh at the situation, but I'm just like, babe, it sounds like he isn't in it to win it. No man. Wait, it is a man. Hold on. Let me check. I'm going to check my pronouns. He. Yeah. Okay. No man is going to allow a person they are interested in to just slip through the cracks or not know where they stand. Now, here's the other thing. If he's a Gemini, <laughs> they aren't good at communicating <laughs> at all. Sorry, I'm laughing because I just got finished talking to someone about this. Okay. I've dealt with my fair share of Geminis recently in my personal life. And all I have to say is... You gotta, you gotta force them to communicate. Anyway, Gemini men, Gemini women are a beautiful, beautiful breed. Gemini men are very confusing. Like it doesn't make any sense. Like I speak from someone who has dated one. Okay. This is what I have to say. Girl, you, I don't know. Oh, here's the thing. I don't know what you want. Do you, you clearly, I'm insinuating from this want to be his girlfriend right? Because otherwise, why would you be sticking around? So that's clearly your, where you come from on this. All I will tell you is he is not coming at it from the same perspective. And unless he has like some disassociation with being able to communicate and like, that's like just, he lacks social cues, um, or understanding of relationships for whatever reason, sometimes that happens. I don't know. Then this guy isn't into you. And that's okay. Like, that's totally okay. It's not a reflection on you. It's a reflection on him. I think any person who is involved with someone gets a job offer in another city. You've been seeing each other for six months, especially if, well, I guess I can't say especially if you're exclusive because relationships come in all different shapes and sizes that are still meaningful. But especially if you guys are serious-ish, like you continuously see each other. And especially if you're of the relationship type where you're monogamous, for him to be, here's the thing, at six months, for him to be introducing you as his friend is a slap in the face. A slap in the face. You met on Hinge. You're not trying to be friends. You're trying to be unhinged. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> like, you're not trying to be friends. Like, this, it wasn't Bumble friends. Sorry. No. So, 
all I have to say is this guy does not sound like the guy for you. And I don't think that's the answer you wanted. But you want me to give you the answer you want? Sit his ass down and be like, yo, uh, what's the deal with you assuming that I don't need any communication on this matter? I don't deserve communication because it doesn't seem like you think I deserve communication. And I'm just going to let you know my worth. And I'm going to let you know I deserve so much communication. And you're not giving it to me. Therefore, you don't deserve me. Do you have anything to say on the matter? Boom. That's what I would say. I would rip him a new one and being like, your behavior has actually been incredibly disrespectful. (laughs) I would do that. Come out of nowhere. (laughs) No, I would say, hey, can we talk later? Can we hang out? I would. No, no, no. This is what I would do. I'd text him like, hey, can we hang out later? Because then he's not thinking, oh, she wants to talk. He just thinks she wants to hang out. Cool. Let's go hang out. Let's go eat. Let's go sit down on your couch and then be like, don't do it in your home, by the way. Do it in either his or like another place. Don't do it in your home because you're going to leave most likely. You're going to be like, I just want to inform you that I think your behavior. Oh, no, no, no. Ask. No, this is what you're going to say. Sorry, I changed my mind. Ask him. Ask him. I have a question. Do you think how you have communicated on the matter of you moving and our relationship appropriately and in a way I deserve and say it super casually say it a little less a little less sassy than I just did and then he's going to give you his answer and then from that answer pivot and go because I'm just going to let you know the answer is no you've been completely and utterly you've been completely and utterly disrespectful I am a person who deserves someone who cares about them who deserves someone who communicates and who deserves someone who is respectful about big changes. And you have not done any of that. So, you know, let me just let you know, it's, it's a big ick for me. Your whole, I would say that to him, your behavior has been a big ick. Like it's been a major turnoff and it would be to any woman, any person, honestly. If anyone also did this to a man, no matter your relationship combo, they would find it revolting too. They really would. So I would just be like, any person would find your behavior in this situation and how you've handled it a big ick. And it's been a turnoff. I'm going to be honest. Just tear him down a few pegs. Bring him down to reality. His problem is his head is not where his feet are. That's what I will say about this fellow. His head is not where his feet are because he's up here. He's he's not in a relationship, but he's seeing this girl for six months and he's moving to another city and he's never bringing it up to the person he's been dating. Like, no, no, honey, absolutely not. So, babe, all I have to say is it sounds like you deserve better and it sounds like you deserve someone who gives a damn and he does not give a damn. And... I would, you know, the first, my first thing to say would you to you would just be like, have that conversation and end it with him because you deserve better. But again, I don't know every detail of everything you're talking to me about. So again, let's say that's not the situation. Have that conversation and leave it open for his, his rebuttal and then go from there. He might end it or he might try and, this is more likely to happen. He'd be like, no, no, no. What are you talking about? Absolutely not. That's more likely to happen. And you need to be prepared. You need to be prepared for that. Sorry, I'm talking faster. I'm thinking faster than I can talk. So anyway, that's what I would tell you to do. But this guy really sounds like a major ick. I'm not going to lie to you. If a guy did this to me, I'd be like, oh, no. Or I would just like phase him out 
I'm a big fan of like, I don't ghost people, but I'll phase you out. Like if you're not showing effort, if you're not communicating, if you're not, if you're giving ick, the ick is real. Okay. If you're giving ick, then I'll just like, I'll respond to your messages here and there, but I'll always be busy and we can't hang out. This is when we're not dating, dating. This is when we're just like in the talking phases, maybe like seeing each other a little bit. I will just be like, yeah, I can. I'm seeing someone else. I will just like before I will just do that because it just shows them a taste of their own medicine and it doesn't give me the the need to like, okay, so I'm I'm done with you. Like, I don't need to do that. I'm just like, no, I'm seeing someone else. Obviously, that's before you've made the exclusivity thing. And obviously, it's never true. I will say this. I never date. I never date two people at the same time. I can't do it. I can't do it. I don't know how people do it. I listen to this woman on TikTok all the time talk about talk to multiple people at once. And I'm like, I physically can't. Like, I can't. Like, I, it's so much work just to talk to one person a little bit. I don't know what we're all, like, what type of job do we all have? Or like, what does our schedule look like? what's your stress load at work? Maybe that might be it for me. Like I basically am my own business. So like I'm always thinking about it and always doing something and always have something I can do that I'm like, if I don't talk to multiple people. Like what? Especially at 29. I'm tired. I've got to go to sleep at nine. That's how that works. And once I turn 30, I have to go to sleep at 3 p.m. I'm just kidding. Anyway, Please call in right into the Buckle Up hotline. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Please call in or write in with your your own Buckle Up. I would love it. I would love it. I always keep it anonymous. And as you can tell, I'm really good at unhinged, not advice advice. Anyway, you guys, thank you so much for listening. I love you all dearly. As always, don't do anything I wouldn't do. But again, it always gives you a lot of wiggle room because I am me. Anyway, love you all. Have a good day and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye.